Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Dakota Jones after his third place finish at the 2022 Hard Rock 100. How are you? I'm doing great, actually. Yeah, I feel good. You're moving around all right. Yeah, I'm moving okay. And I'm, I don't know, just satisfied with the way the weekend went. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. You know, like, I would guess you think that's a pretty darn good performance from your yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm super happy. This is like the best I could have hoped for. And I mean, phrasing it like that sounds like I can't hope for much. No, I, I like tried really hard. I did the best I could. And like, it was honestly a dream come true. I finished in a really good time that I could be happy with. And, you know, I never expected to beat Kylian and Francois. I really did never expected to be with them nearly as long as I was. Yeah. And it was just really a great day. In fact, in a pre-race interview, you were uh, saying, you know, as long as I don't go out with them in the first half. Well, yeah. that when did you throw that out though? Well, I mean, everybody thinks I'm full of shit because I, I ran with them until like, well, way well over half the race. But I mean, you know, I felt good. And over the first 10 miles, I was running with them, which is normal. They're going yeah. easy. I was going easy. It was fine. Um, but then on honestly, the second climb, they dropped me on Grand Swan Pass. Really? They pulled it. Not a lot, but they pulled ahead of me for sure. Um, and then I kind of caught up a little bit on the downhill. Like I wasn't trying to, but I, I ended up catching up with them. And then they pulled ahead of me on Oscars on the third climb too. And I was both of those climbs. I was like, well, we knew this was going to happen. Was, here we go. And, and I was being very vigilant to just not push it too hard and let them go. But then I ended up coming to Telluride with them. You know, I like, I was coming down the road and I was like, damn it, they're right there. Like, because I was afraid that, running with them would make me run harder than I want mm -hmm. to. And but it kept happening. And, and then we ran together for a long time. And, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. I, I was just trying to, to hang on, I guess. Yeah. And then apparently, yeah. What happened coming out of you, Ray? Yeah. Well, I think what happened is that going down the Camp Bird Road, which is this, you know, like a 10 mile stretch or something on a road, which it's not paved, but it's basically a paved road down to Uray. Um, it's I, they don't like that. I don't think Killian and Francois like it at yeah. all. And for whatever reason, I felt great. Mm -hmm. I was eating a lot. I, I made it. I made a point to to eat as much as I could and to drink a lot of water. Um, and I was just cruising down the road. I felt awesome. Yeah. And we came into your It's low elevation, and I don't know if I said it in my pre-race interview, but it's like for me, that's always hard like your rate can be really hard because there's a huge climb on both sides of it and it's really low it's often really hot but it's also low elevation so i felt a lot better and i don't know i just felt and like, it wasn't hot and it sure. wasn't hot yeah we were getting rained on a little bit out of your which was fantastic it just cool can't off. hope for better than that yeah. yeah and i just felt so good that when i i don't know i was just running climbs leaving your Without without feeling like I was increasing the intensity, and then yeah. suddenly I was ahead of killing. It wasn't some sort of intentional move or anything like that. You were just not at all. Yeah. No, I was running with Killian at first, and Francois fell back. I think he was feeling really bad. And then above the, you get above the highway, like three three-ish miles out of Ure, and you're climbing up into the Bear Creek section. It's really nice, and somehow I just Killian fell back and. I think he said he was having some cramps or something later. Yeah. But I was just honestly trying not to push it. Yeah. But and I you pulled weren't... ahead of both of them. And, you know, when you pull ahead of Killian and Francois Den, you're like, you start questioning your strategy. <laughs> you anticipated what I was going to ask. Like, yeah. Does it actually pop in your head? You're just like, oh, it's a beautiful day and I'm feeling good. But no, you 
Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, I didn't see this coming and I'm a little nervous about it, but you know, some of my best races in the world in, in my past is like that happened. I was like, well, I, I don't think I should be here, but I feel good. So I'm just going to go with it. And so I did, and I felt really good. And I ran the, the that climb. It's really long. It's like a 5,000 foot climb from Ure to engineer pass, but it's also, it's a big climb, but it's also like not very steep. Mm -hmm. So you can run lots of it. And I was just jogging up a lot of these, all the flats and downhills and a lot of the minor uphills hiking too. And I just felt so good and having a great time. Yeah. And I was like, this is probably going to come back around and bite me, but oh, yeah. we'll go with it for now. Seeing a mile 58 in Animus Forks, like you, you just, your stride looks smooth and strong. You did it. Yeah. You, your, your energy was just great. And you're talking to your mom and, yeah. and it just seems chill like what you weren't oh, okay. forcing it or okay yeah that's good to know so yeah. i was i could tell that i was i was getting stretched yeah at, at animus forks i was i thought you guys could tell I no was, you faked it you faked okay, pretty well yeah because uh, and I, you know what it is is i think the altitude was really getting to me by that point mm -hmm. and so i came over engineer and was starting to feel a little bad and i tried to eat as much as i could but i didn't quite feel as good as i wanted at engineer yep. or at animus forks 58 60 miles mm -hmm. or so and then I knew I was like, well, the altitude hurt me there, and I'm about to go over 14,000 foot peaks, so I'm probably in for a hard section. And that's where I really cracked was yeah at, on Handy's peak. And, and what did that mean for you in the moment? What, what cracked? Like, I just like couldn't move that fast. Mm -hmm. I wasn't feeling good, and I was eating as much as I could. I was able to eat consistently the whole race. Yep. But just man, the altitude it blew me up and. And so I had my pacer, Eric Sensman, there, and we were, which was really nice. He's super helpful to have someone to talk to. I didn't talk much, but we were just like, well, there's still a ton of race left. Mm -hmm. So we just like go slow here where I feel bad and try to keep it together. But for the most part, like when I felt bad, I didn't want to like stop and like oh, try to work it out. It's like you just keep moving. But you, did you, you said you'd slow down, but did, was that intentional to like back off the effort a little bit? Or? <laughs> well, I slowed down. Because I'm trying to maintain the same intensity and yeah, all of a sudden like not. my, my normal intensity is like a lot slower <laughs> because I wasn't feeling good. Um, and so, yeah, as we were going up Handy's Peak, I, I was like, all of a sudden, oh, there's Killian and Francois together, you know, and they didn't catch me until we were down two burrows yeah. at like mile 68 or 70. Yeah. Um, did they just go straight by? No, we actually came into the A station okay. like right together. And then we left and there's like a four mile stretch of road. It's mostly downhill. And we like got this, like there's like a tiny little uphill grade on the road. And I was like, well, I gotta walk. And Killian Francois like stop, look back at me and stop. And they're like, okay. And they like start walking too, as if, <laughs> as if we're in this together, <laughs> you know? And I was like, whoa guys, no, no, no. you don't know what's going on here. This is, this is where you've moved. This isn't a smart strategy. We need I appreciate yeah. your kindness, yeah. but this is over. You can go. Yeah. You know? um, and so, in the next 30 miles, they put 90 minutes on me. Yeah. And, you know, they put 90 minutes on you, but for you, like, did things completely crater? Were you still like, all right, I'm all right, I'm moving well, I can't run with them right now, but, you know, what's yeah. going? Yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm not doing as well as I was before, but I'm still doing great. Like, for me, getting to Sherman at mile 72 ish is, um, like, before turning on my headlamp. That's incredible. That was like my dream, my best case scenario, and I, it, I kind of, I kind of fudged it. Like the last like mile or so into the aid station was really dark, but I was like, Eric, we're not turning on headlamps because I said we're gonna get to Sherman without it. It's um, funny how we do that. I've yeah. done a little bit earlier going into Grass Gulch, but it feels good to get to whatever that aid station is. Yeah. Like, yeah, we we can fake it. 
without a headlamp. Exactly. Just a little bit wrong. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, I mean, I ate some quesadillas there. And then, you know, it's just like the point is just like keep moving. Don't stop. Like I'm like every step forward is a step closer to the finish line. Like I'm not helping myself out by stopping and trying to figure something out because nothing was wrong. I wasn't hurt. I don't know. I was just kind of yeah. tired because I'm running a hard 100-mile race. It happens. And so you just keep moving, and I don't know. In, in the dark, it was actually really nice, so you can't really see how big the climb is. You just keep moving. And then once I got up after that, you get a high section. And it's, like, not that steep, but you get above tree line. It's, like, eleven to 13,000 feet for several for a long time. Like Whole Creek is – Yeah, like yeah. 10 or it's long and 15 high. miles or and something. Like mostly 12,000 feet. Yeah. yeah. And once I got up there, it actually – I totally turned it around. It felt really good. Oh, yeah? And I ran, like, cataract all the way down and up Pole Creek. Um, <clears throat> so I was running long sections there. How would you pace your feet on there? He was doing great. <laughs> and then we, like, after Pole Creek, you did this – it's, like, gradual for a long time. Yeah. And then you have a steep section before the pass. And, uh, yeah. He was worried about that. Since been kind of cratered there. <laughs> yeah, he, he had to bail Maggie, but it was okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he got me over there, and that was what mattered. What, what really amazed me was I came over that pass, and I'd been running really well for mm -hmm. two hours maybe at that point. I'd been feeling good. And I come around, and you can see the Maggie Aid Station, which is like eight, mile 85. But then the next climb is right in front of you, and like, those guys were at the top. I could just see the headlamps at the top of the next climb, and I was just about to – I was just descending from this one. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was cool. Like I was like, those guys are amazing. That's just incredible. <laughs> and so you're you're say you're in Cunningham. You're you're seven miles or nine miles. I don't even know what it is at this point. Um, yeah. Are you are you looking at your watch, thinking, oh, I can break twenty three? Are you worried? Oh, maybe I'm not going to get twenty four. Like, what are you fueling on positivity or just trying to, or trying to maintain? Like, what's yeah, I was like, I knew what I had to do, and that what you have to do from Cunningham is a twenty eight hundred foot climb in two miles and so it's an intimidating prospect um but i was also like you know you get over there and then you're done you can you finished and i i knew i was on a good pace i wasn't thinking too much about time i was pretty sure that third or, or i guess fourth place was well behind yeah. me so i didn't have to worry about that but i also like i, I didn't want to slow down i wanted to keep moving really well as, as well as i could um I, I didn't think about time that much until um i Actually, as so he left the aid station, so I got to get paced by Kyle Skaggs, um, which was a kind of a dream come true because the first time I volunteered at Hard Rock, he ran the race and set the course record. And, and really changed the game at Hard Rock. I really think, yeah, he kind of ushered in this sort of new generation at Hard Rock. Um, and so he offered to pace me last week, and it was a really big honor. And we left, and he was like, you know, you're exactly on my time here. And he's like, and he also said that he blew up on that climb. Okay. Felt terrible and like actually sat down for a minute. And so And was uh, he encouraging you like go totally, run faster? Yeah, than he yeah. was like, you can totally be my time. Let's go. Come on, man. And then he was awesome. He was like telling me stories about all kinds of things. I couldn't talk much on the climb, but <laughs> he was just really positive and friendly. Yeah. And then coming over the top, he's like, I think we can break twenty three. Let's do it. And we're like pushing so hard, but I couldn't quite pull it off. But before the race he said in a great race, you could break 24 hours, and right. and you did. Yeah, sinking in. That's what I thought. Is like my best case scenario is going under 24, and I mean I was 23:06, I think, and like that's a dream come true, man. To be able to do that, that feels so good. <laughs> like congratulations on that. Thank yeah. you so much. So you've got a busy little bit coming up. You're putting on your footprints camp yeah. next week. You're in the process of moving. You're going back to school in the fall. Or yeah, returning to school uh, in the fall and. Uh, 
do you have any race? Are you gonna do any more racing this season? Or? Yeah, I've got some ideas. I'm hesitant to say because I'm not quite sure how which ones I'll end up doing. Okay, but I, I kind of got to see how I'll feel after this. Uh, I got I got some ideas though. <laughs> I definitely want to race. You know, you have a good race like this, and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I want to race every weekend. Hell yeah, let's pull it off. And then that can backfire pretty quickly. That's never happened before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. Uh, but I don't know. I feel really good about this. Nice. It's well, like. I don't know, everything I hoped it would be. So it's fun. Let's leave it there, man. Congratulations. It was fun watching you. Well, thanks for being out there. It's always fun to see you guys. Take care, man. Yeah. You too.